From deep inside the vaults of the Holmes Archive of Electronic Music, here is Tom Holmes, your curator and guide to vintage electronic music and audio experimentation. This episode, Drum Machines, a recorded history, part two, digital drum machines. to the Archive of Electronic Music. This is Tom Holmes, and this is part two of my series on drum machines, this time focusing on digital sampling units and a few other odds and ends for which I have recordings in the archives. The evolution of digital drum machines paralleled the evolution of computers, digital music, and video games. If the objective at the time was to provide a totally digital, computer-based instrument, the drum machines of the late 1970s and 1980s were steps in this progression. In the late 1970s, it first became possible to add digital programming to analog drum machines to make them easier to sequence, store, and repeat electronic drum sounds, lifting them from the rank of preset drum machines to that of programmed drum machines. The Roland CR-78 is a case in point. As the name suggests, this rhythm machine was released in 1978. It was one of the first drum machines to add a microprocessor to facilitate pattern programming using a step-by-step process similar to the later and ever-popular TR-808. The CR-78 allowed for two bars of patterns per voice and up to four voices at a time. So, for that generation of drum machines, the drum sounds remained analog and were generated by oscillators with preset sounds, but the control over them became digital. Even the TR-808 continued to produce drum sounds using analog synthesis, but improved upon the computer control and programming of the instrument, making it a really popular choice for performing musicians. The era of the totally digital drum machine followed. Sampled drum sounds were the holy grail, of course. The capturing of a human-made drum sound that could be sampled and reproduced at will. But the computer technology of the time limited the sampling rates and number of available onboard sounds. The first Lindrum LM1 model, for example, had 12 8-bit samples that could be tuned and played using various modifications. 
but that's only 12 sounds. The Oberheim DMX, introduced a little later than the Lindell of one, essentially used the same 8-bit technology, but through additional chip circuitry was able to expand the sound quality to 12 bits, giving their sample drum sounds a slight edge in realism. Digital drum machines that followed adopted this same technique, including other models by Lindrum, Emu Systems, and Sequential Circuits. But improvements also came in how additional sounds could be loaded by swapping chips or loading discs to supplement a drum machine's original sounds. Sampling rates also improved with advancements in computer processor speed. By the year 2000, most of the physical hands-on drum machines were supplanted by software equivalents and plugins that used sampled sounds. Of course, there is a revival of the physical drum machine, especially for performance situations. So, get your 1980s dream hat on and let's listen to some digital drum machine examples in music from the 1980s. I will organize these recordings from the archive in roughly chronological order with sections devoted to each of several manufacturers. The playlist for this episode provides all of the details about each track, but let me preview what you are going to hear. Note that I am staying away for the most part from playing popular hit records using drum machines. Instead, I will feature tracks of electronic music using drum machines with which you may be less familiar. I think this is what listeners to this podcast expect, and I am fully prepared to abide. And concluding these selections, I will include a rarely heard extended piece of contemporary music that uses only the Lin Lin drum as its sound source. So stay tuned for that. You are listening to the Archive of Electronic Music. This is Tom Holmes. We will begin with a recorded history of the Lind drum machine, beginning with Gary Newman from 1981, My Brother's Time. This was an early use of the Lin LM1 and was played by John Webb on this track. Note the sound of the claves played by Newman, which are not digital. Next, we will hear a Japanese vocalist, Raji, and a track called Stormy Night from Acoustic Moon, also in 1981. This uh, uses the early Lindrum computer as well, played by Akira Inoue. Next, we'll move to Herbie Hancock, the Twilight Clone from Magic Windows, also in 1981. If you want to study the latest in emerging electronic music instruments of the time, just listen to the many albums of Herbie Hancock throughout the 1970s and 1980s. He was an early adopter of the Lin LM1, heard here and played by Hancock. Next is a snippet, a demo snippet of a hit record that I want to play because it shows uh, a bit of the impact of the next version of the Lin Drum, which was called the Lin Lin Drum. (laughs) In 1984, Don Henley of the Eagles had a hit called The Boys of Summer. The instrumental part of the song came first and was put together by Tom Petty bandmate and guitarist Mike Campbell, who had just purchased a Lindrum machine. This was really a more affordable model than the original LM1, which was released in 1980. Campbell put together a rhythm track and played some guitar. 
Tom Petty wasn't interested in the song at the time, so it went to Henley, who wrote the lyrics. This demo was really close to the final version. The final mix of the song also included some human drumming, as did live performances where a human drummer tried to replicate the sound of the original in drum. Next, we will hear Jean-Michel Jarre, Zulu Kologi, from Zuluk in 1984. A fascinating exploration of samples, both of voice and drums. Jarre was really going nuts at the time with this new technology. This is the later version of the Lin Lin drum, which was a little more capable than the original version, just before the introduction of the Lin 9000. There is pure joy in this track as Jarre uses the Lin drum to create many unexpected sounds and atypical rhythms. Next, we will hear from percussionist, contemporary percussionist, David Van Tegum and his rendition of Inagata da Vida from 1986. Van Tegum created this version of the Iron Butterfly song using electronic drums, known as octopads, and also digital drums, and I think these are Lin drums in this case. Basically, it's a one-person performance, aside from guitarist Larry Saltzman. After that, we will hear Mosaic from Suzanne Ciani. This is from the Neverland album in 1988. For drum programming, Ciani turned to the Lin 9000. This track has some decidedly simple yet complex rhythms using the Lin 9000 that are truly nuanced and really more jazz-like. The care with which she programmed this track is in contrast to the typical drum machine beats you hear on popular recordings of the time. Next, we will turn to the Oberheim DMX drum machine. The first track will be Todd McKinney, Kimberlite from The Sound of the System in 1982. This 7-inch demo disc includes music created by McKinney and Daniel Sozier, two Oberheim employees. Kimberlite was composed and performed by McKinney using the DMX programmable digital drum machine, the official long name of that instrument, the DSX digital polyphonic sequencer, and the OBXA polyphonic synthesizer. Next, we will hear Poland by Tangerine Dream from Poland, the Warsaw Concert in 1984. On this track, you can hear Bohm digital drums in the first half of the song and the Oberheim DMX in the second half. Dr. Bohm digital drums was a rhythm machine made in Germany from 1982 to 1983 and was also known as the German Lindrum. Next, we will hear Herbie Hancock, Earth Beat, from Future Shock in 1983. In addition to the DMX, this track also includes the use of Dr. Click's Rhythm Controller, which was a kind of a short-lived but much-needed interfacing device for various drum machines and keyboards that had incompatible signals. This was prior to the introduction of MIDI, so this became necessary if you wanted to actually connect and have these instruments communicate. Hancock was at the helm with the Dr. Click rhythm controller on this track. We will follow that with another track by Hancock, Hard Rock from Sound System in 1984. The DMX is played here by none other than bass player Bill Laswell. Then we will hear two tracks by Davey DMX, an artist who derived his name from the Oberheim DMX. 
we'll hear a bonus beats, which was an extra track on one of his 12 inch singles. And we'll also hear one for the treble, fresh instrumental from one for the treble, fresh 1984. Moving on from Oberheim, we will hear the Movement MCS Drum Computer. A track by John Fox demonstrates this instrument. The track is called Pater Noster from the Garden album in 1981. This album was produced after Fox left Ultravox. It is an example of the MCS Drum Computer, a short-lived British drum machine of the time, which looked like a computer monitor, a big orange computer monitor. This track only features Fox on synthesizers, voice, drum programming, and a manually struck tom-tom. We move now from the Movement MCS drum computer to some Roland drum machines. I discovered this wonderful collection of Mexican synth pop tracks, some never before heard, and immediately dug out a couple of tracks using Roland drum machines. The first is by El Escuadrón del Ritmo, La Cucarachas, and it's from 1982. In this case, the drum machine is the Roland CompuRhythm CR78, which we discussed earlier. It was a transitional analog device with analog drum sounds and digital control for programming patterns. The second track is by Natabisque, La Dama de Probeta, and it's from 1984 and features the Roland drum TR-606 Dramatics. The TR-606 featured PCM encoded sounds of real drums. This small device that ran on batteries helped define the sound of early techno. From Roland, we move to Drum Machines by Emu. The first track is Drumulator, an instrumental by Joe Mansfield. This is a track featuring the sounds of the Emu Drumulator that was sold from 1983 to 1985. It had 12 8-bit sampled sounds of real drums and at about $1,000 was more affordable than drum machines like the Lindrum and Oberheim DMX. It was created on the heels of the same company's sampling synthesizers they made under the emulator name. This demo is an example of what could be done with the drumulator. Another piece that uses an emu drum machine is by Richard Souther, and the album is called Inner Vision. The whole album was realized by Richard Souther, on which he plays all kinds of synthesizers from Roland, PPG, Sequential Circuits, and Casio. He also used both the Lin 9000 and Emu SP12 drum machines, which are both heard on this track. You can clearly hear the Lin 9000 and its distinctive snare and bass sounds, while the Emu, which was built around the circuits of the company's popular keyboard samplers, provided some of the more unusual, even exotic, percussion sounds. The next drum machine we will hear is from Alesis. The tracks are from a group called Slant and are called Sheep and Ducks from an album called Hive, released in 1989. This amazing group, although short-lived, was a British experiment in noise rock. The Alesis HR16 is showcased in both of these tracks, but more obviously in the second track, Ducks. This device had 49 digital samples of drums that could be programmed in real time by playing the velocity-sensitive drum buttons. 
And to close, we will hear an extended piece for Lindrum. The piece is called Quorum by Michael Rouse. And um, we'll listen to part two. This is from 1984. It was inevitable that a composer would create an extended piece of music using only the Lin Lindrum. Michael Rouse was that person. Listen to the hypnotic patterns of this work. Let's listen now to a whole collection of tracks of digital drum machines from the archive. This is Tom Holmes. You are listening to Drum Machines, a recorded history, part two, digital drum machines on the archive of electronic music. Thank you. 
This is Tom Holmes. You are listening to the Archive of Electronic Music.
probeta, instrumento esencial para la moderna natalidad. Las niñas de probeta aquí están, los clean bebé integrados vendrán. El mini faldi maquillaje se convertirá, con termostato equipado estará para el control de su sensualidad. Niña artificial, tus hermanas computadoras celosas de ti están.
You've been listening to a recorded history of the digital drum machine on the Holmes Archive of Electronic Music. This is Tom Holmes. Details about each of these works can be found on the playlist of the podcast website. If you would like to learn more about the history of electronic music, please read my book, Electronic and Experimental Music, published by Routledge. There are dozens of drum machines that dot the history of electronic music. For an encyclopedic list of almost every drum machine ever made, check out The Excellent Books by Alex Graham, a UK-based drum machine collector and specialist. There's a link on the podcast website. Thanks so much for listening. So long until next time from the Archive of Electronic Music. All of the music heard in this podcast, unless otherwise indicated, is brought to you from the Holmes Archive of Electronic Music, a curated collection of vintage recordings. For a complete playlist, go to theholmesarchive.podbean.com. All crackles, surface noise, and other imperfections heard in this podcast are purely intentional. All intro, outro, and other incidental music is by Tom Holmes, unless otherwise noted in the playlist. For notes about this episode, please see the blog Noise and Notations at TomHolmes.com. So long from deep inside the Holmes Archive of Electronic Music.